Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Episode 187 of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Yes, it's different, but it still sucks. Let's start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. Welcome to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Hahn. Thank you for liking, rating, subscribing, reviewing, telling your friends, and of course, listening to my podcast. Uh, you know, you can also find me on Twitter. I'm at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, Christopher Hahn NY on Instagram. What a week, America. First of all, uh, Monday was Martin Luther King Day. Um, I always like to say my favorite quote from Dr. King, which the time is always right to do what is right, which if we translate it into this political theater that's playing out over the Biden documents and the Trump documents... I think Biden did the right thing when he found it, turned it over. I think that's the right thing to do. And yes, America, it's very different from what Donald Trump did. Donald Trump ignored many requests over a period of two years to return documents he should not have had. And then he ignored a subpoena, which is why Mar-a-Lago was raided, which is why we even know about the documents he had. Had he just complied with the National Archives and returned the documents he had, we wouldn't even know. We would ne- There would be no scandal over the Trump documents, and I-, I would imagine there'd be no Biden scandal either. But here we are. That didn't happen. And now... Biden's team went looking for these documents. Now, I don't know why they didn't go looking for these documents prior to the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I don't even call it a raid. The search on Mar-a-Lago. But I am happy that they didn't just come out and tell the American people eight days before the midterms that this was going on. Because we remember how careful the American media was when James Comey put out his letter eight days before the election. It was all they talked about because the media wants so badly to treat both parties the same that it will overplay any any scandal whatsoever that happens to Democrats, even if it's a non-scandal like this appears to be. It will be overplayed by the media because Republicans just are constantly engaged in scandals. I mean, George Santos, I mean, there are more scandals on that one man than there has been in the entire Democratic Party for the last four years. 
So let's just be very clear here. The, the, the media, had Biden announced this prior to the midterm elections, we would have had eight days worth of coverage of what Biden documents were. Where were they? Why did he have them? Assembled panels, you'd have every member of uh, the House of Representatives on the right saying, if we were given the power, we would be subpoenaing Joe Biden and raiding his house, even though as president of the United States, he could have just declassified everything and no big deal. But he didn't. He did the right thing and is continuing to do the right thing. So yes, it's very different than what Trump did, but it still sucks. It gives them a talking point and we have to explain it. And in politics, if you're explaining, you're losing. All right, but you know what? You're not losing because you're tuning into this podcast. And, uh, you know, I've got a great guest today, Janet Johnson, one of my all-time faves. So sit back and listen to this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One of the best friends of the Chris Hahn radio show, Janet Johnson is with me. Janet, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. How are you doing? Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year to you, too. I tried to get you on last week. Couldn't get you. You've been busy globe trotting. I'm really happy to have you on today. So, yeah. Janet, do you have any like uh, classified documents you want to tell me about like right now? <laughs> you know what? All right. Here's the thing. Uh, first of all, this is going to turn out to be a good thing for Democrats. This is what I'm saying, because now Republicans can't say all of the nonsense they were saying about how this is no big deal. They can't say it's no big deal for the guy who intentionally hid those things, despite the fact that he right. heatedly told to return them. And now they want an investigation into Biden. This is going to backfire. For Let, yeah, I mean, we got to have an investigation of both of them from Congress. And quite frankly, you know, it's very different. Uh, I found some documents I'm giving them back to. Hey, uh, can we have our documents back for a year? Right. For a year, the National Archives knew that he had documents. He would not give them back. Not only that, he moved them and repeatedly hid them. Yeah. And he's the one who packed them to begin with. And Biden, you know, whatever you think about him, there's no way he was personally packing up. I mean, we'll forget whatever you think about him. He's he's not he didn't do that personally. No. And intentionally. It's going to be, you know, it's Hillary's emails, you know, I think even less so. It's basically Keir Starmer's beer versus, you know, Boris Johnson having soirees, you know. Right. (laughs) But in the end, if you're going to defend Trump. You then can't attack Biden, and you know to some extent vice versa. Yeah, I mean it's it's. it's yeah. a, I think it's an unforced error, right? I think you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what what it tells you is that they're not keeping track of our classified documents in the way that they should, and I think that is the investigation: is why are are these things you know sort of? I, I guess if you're the president, vice president, it's like checking out a library book. Nobody's going to stop you, right? 
but they need to obviously keep better track of those things. But, you know, in the case of Trump, they did keep better track and they knew he had them. Biden, they self-reported. They said, oh, we packed these things up and we found them. We're returning them. I mean, you know, they could have shredded them. You know, the main thing for me, the main difference for me is that when Trump was leaving office, he tried to overthrow the Constitution and the government of the United States of America. So I don't really trust him with any of our national secrets. If we found documents at, you know, W's house, I probably wouldn't be as upset about it because I don't think he's going to overthrow the government with them. Right. Uh, you know, Biden, I'm sure, didn't even read them. <laughs> so well, right. That, but, but nobody else... It, the big big difference is, you know, we always talk about the cover up being the crime. Nobody else defied orders to return things. Nobody else, you know, hid them and moved them from storage. And I mean, that didn't happen to anyone else. No. This is, you know, apparently across the board, you can accidentally bring things home or even maybe it, who knows, maybe you didn't know that you couldn't bring them home. But to be told repeatedly to return them and then hide them. And not only, I mean, he admitted Trump that he just feels entitled to have them. Right. That, that's not... He said, they're mine. I declassified them and I took them. Right. That's, right. that's totally different. I, I, disfa- I declassified how to build a nuclear bomb. Right. I mean, <laughs> um, really? <laughs> I, you know, I think it, it's... We're going to waste time talking about it, obviously. But yes, we know, are. You know, I will say, though, the New York Times, as opposed to the Hillary headlines where... You know, the top of the story is, you know, her emails were on a private server. Then the bottom is, but as it turns out, none of them are classified. Right. They are right off the bat saying, okay, both of them did have these two things that look the same, but here's why they aren't. Right. And, you know, I I don't think. And and if only all Americans read those long stories in the New York Times. (laughs) I don't think Americans know this is even happening. I mean, the people. I see, you know, in Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> even even the people here who are, you know, right wing nut jobs, they don't know. They're I'm not- getting it from everybody. Everybody's bringing this up to me. Everybody I know. Well, right wing guys, left wing guys, they're all talking about it here in New York. It's not. I mean, it's not registering here. It's not. It's not even like remotely registering here. So, you know, I don't think in the end. You know, there's going to be headlines, obviously, and you know Andrea Mitchell's going to you know salivate over it, but I don't think it's going to end up even registering. I mean, who knows? Famous last words, but you know it did change the subject. You know George Santos and you know Kevin McCarthy having was it twelve rounds of voting? Fourteen. Fourteen. I lost. Fourteen count. rounds, which in which uh, George, if that's his name, Santos. <laughs> Voted for him every single time. We're going to definitely talk about that. That is a subject for a much longer segment than this one, which is about to end. But that is a that is a a very that is a scandal uh, of epic proportions. George Devolder Anthony Santos, if that is his name, (laughs) member of Congress, soon to be played by John Lovitz in the film version of his life. Uh, it'll be a very short film, but it, it'll be played starring John Lovitz. It'll be fantastic, frankly. Um, I, I mean, if the Republicans had 45 seats in the extra in their majority that, that they thought they were going to get in this midterm, you think he'd still be there? I mean, I, you have to say it reflects a little badly. I mean, I, I know you're a Democrat and you're from New York, but 
how did we miss this guy? How did we not vet him yeah. a more thoroughly? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he would be there because he ran as this, like, kind of hipster, gay, Jewish, black guy. I mean, he ran on a, you know, crazy, apparently appealing biography, which is pure fiction. Complete you know? and total, I mean, fiction. I mean, he lied. He made up details of his life. Like that, he played volleyball. I, the volleyball one is, and look at this guy. Yeah, this guy's a star volleyball player. It's you know, again, like at least have it based on reality. You know, he didn't make himself a four point oh. He had a three nine. That was smart, I think. But yeah, I mean, apparently he's been getting away with this Ponzi scheme stuff for years, right? And well, I guess he's still going to get away with it. I mean, the, the one of the the kicker was at some point, you know, someone said, I don't know, maybe it was me. It, it's going to turn out he's not even gay. Well, he does he has a baby. I, I, I said that earlier on the show. I mean, he was married until recently. Yeah. And, and you know, the, this is the thing, right? People get married sometimes so that people can't turn evidence. Mm. Right. So he got yeah. divorced from his wife and now he's married to a man, I guess. Uh, well, but he has a, a little baby with the other wife. I mean, it's just nothing, you know, he has no business being in Congress. But then, you know, Steve Scalise doesn't either. No. I, you know, none of these people do. So Matt Gates, know, Jim Matt Jordan. Gates. Yes. You know, I mean, I, I have been like, I can't stand Jim Jordan, right? I was, oh. a col- I was a college athlete. I had a very good relationship with my coaches. Mm. I can't imagine being a college athlete at The Ohio State, a major athletic institution, and going to your coach for help and right. having your coach just say, mm, whatever. Right. And then I, you have to see him in Congress. And now he's to, now he's the chair of the Judiciary well, I Committee? Know. I know. <sighs> Crazy. But that's, that's why this idea, you know, there's something infuriating when you see people say, you know, resign George Santos. He's not going to do the right thing. No. What makes us think he's going to do the right no. thing? No. Well, I mean, look, the Republican Party in Nassau County did call for him to resign. They did. And yeah. they did say, you will not have our line in two years. But what does he care? That's two years that, you know, he. what, what else is he going to be doing the next I, two years? I mean, I think he just think, I think, just think this, that this is just like more for him to scam. I mean, now Absolutely. he's a victim. You know how Republicans love to play the victim. Oh, he's Kyle Rittenhouse, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the 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 bottom has fallen out. So, I mean, these are people who still, you know, revere Alex Jones yep. and you know, they they don't care. It, there's no rhyme or reason as to who ends up making it and who doesn't. If he gets prosecuted, which seems not unlikely, you know, on some front, then I guess maybe they will have to abandon him or, you know, if he gets convicted or, I mean, yeah, I mean, in Congress, they don't, they don't get rid of you because you're getting prosecuted. Why now? They get rid of you because you're convicted or you plea out. Right. And, and so he could hold on, you know, the prosecution could take two years. I mean, I don't need to tell you that. Right. Uh, so it could be a long slog to get that guy out. Uh, I think people will, will lose interest. I mean, already, you know, we're talking about, this non-story of Biden having confidential, classified, you know, documents. And, you know, all the Republican scandals are immediately wiped out. You know, I mean, it only takes one non-Democratic scandal to wipe out. Yeah, 10 Republican scandals. Like, we don't even know. And we're going to talk about this in the next segment. I got still time. I want to talk about George here. But we don't even know what Kevin McCarthy gave up to become Speaker yet. We don't know the full extent Oh, he sold the entire government. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know yet. I mean, you know, is Steve Bannon now going to be, you know, the clerk oh, of the House? And they're not going to 
suspend the debt limit and they're going to force a recession so that Biden can't get reelected. I mean, they're going to tank everything that they can. Fortunately, you know, they didn't win the Senate, but they can certainly tank the economy, you know, single-handedly. And, you know, it's, I don't know what American voters were thinking. Obviously we did well in the midterm, unprecedentedly well. And, you know, that's a testament to Biden. Yes. You know, all the great, the economy, you know, is, the job numbers, the recession has been avoided. You know, we're doing so much better than everyone else in the world. But again, now we're going back to talking about, you know, whether it's an unforced error or not, you know, why did he have four pieces of paper that he should right. have? Right. Why do you he have know? these papers in his back? <laughs> right. Like, right. But what, no, Santos, you know, if this were a Democrat, we would be, you know, up in arms. But uh, we I, got rid of that woman from California. What was her name? Katie Hobbs? Not Katie Hobbs. No, she's she's a good one. The one who, yeah, who had who sexually harassed her. Her name was Katie something or other. Yes. Yeah. 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 And she was a rising star in the party. And yeah. I guess she made out with one of her staffers when she was running, and we yeah, got rid of her. Was, yes, she was like sexually harassed her, um, you know, her her staffer, and she had. Well, well I mean, I it wasn't even that. sexual harassment; it was like a, a a consensual relationship. Yeah, I forget what the scandal was, but she did have to, you know, resign. But it's a, I don't know if she's the reason Katie Porter got her job, right? No, Katie Porter and her—they both got elected the same time. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and they're both from Orange County. Okay, and right. it, and flipped. and it was Katie and Katie running, right, and they right. were a little flipped. different. This Katie was a little more conservative than Katie Porter. Yeah, but she was just bisexual, right? And really pretty. And yes. yeah, she had all. Yeah, well, I mean, Al Franken is a perfect. I mean, I, again, I, actually, I, I'm one of the people at the time who said, you know, look, if he did this, you know, not that he did anything, he didn't rape anyone, but if he was sexually harassing people, he should resign. I was in favor of that, and as it turned out, I think Tina Smith's great. I mean, it it turned out fine, but. You know, Democrats resign where Republicans yeah, yeah. get promoted. Like, like Al Franken was booted. I know for a, a picture that was a vaudeville stunt. The one with the boobs. Yeah, yeah. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the woman was perfectly uh, right. comfortable with until he right, was right, a senator. Right. It was the alleged other women, but they were like sort of Tara Reid esque. You know? They were like, oh, he, I took a picture with him and he grabbed my butt. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and how do you yeah. even know that that's true? <laughs> right. No. And how do you even know he knew what he was doing when he was putting his arm around you and your different heights? I don't know. I mean, like, and we got, he's gone. Well, whatever it was, we're like, you know what? This is beneath the senator. You need to go. Right. And exactly. this guy, we've got a guy here who lied that he played freaking volleyball, <laughs> said that he was on the, you know, said that he worked for Goldman Sachs. Oh, I mean, there was, it's just the resume, right? You've seen the red line resume where he's, you know, uh, he didn't graduate from the the school. He said he went. He didn't even go there. They had no record of him attending. Right. He went to Horace Mann, allegedly. And Horace Mann's like, we don't even know who this guy is. They're like, Horace Mann, wasn't that the one in School of Rock? (laughs) Even he put NYU, New York University. Like, he couldn't even write the name of the school he was lying about. Yes. The, the, The. but, but but Kevin McCarthy's like, well, he's got to earn our trust. And meanwhile, well, the he, entire New York delegation, so well, maybe anyone who's been asked so far, I mean, at least Stefanik hasn't said it yet. Oh, she's in has one. said it's time for him to go. You're like, you know, all the downstate New York members of the House who who know they could lose their seat for this, exactly, are like, get him out, right? And you know, but, Kevin McCarthy doesn't care about well, the moderates and in his caucus. They support Trump. I mean, how do you support Trump? 
and say, but this guy's, you know, bad. Right. How do you let Matt Gates stay there and say this guy's bad? Right. I mean, Matt Gates has been accused of far worse than this. And, and still nothing has happened to him. And this is the thing, like, so, you know, took, you know, we, bootstrap our first story, Merrick Garland within days. And, you know, I personally don't think a judge makes a great prosecutor. The federal judge is never going to have the temperament to be an aggressive, you know, U.S. attorney. But, you know, within days, he's appointed a special prosecutor for this. He's like, yeah, let me do do the right thing. Boom, 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 out of my hands. Right, except for the two years it took for us to get a special prosecutor. Two years, two years. And it's still. It's painfully slow. I know you have been riveted. (laughs) by the Harry and William battle. Now, I happen to think they're both, you know, too spoiled and rich for me. But you, of course, grew up in Connecticut. (laughs) So this is obviously very important to you. Well, you know what? I have a theory that Harry is a Democrat, you know, or a labor, you know, laborite. Right. And that William is a Tory. And, you know, when you see the people who get really upset, especially about Meghan, it's like, you know, the the Matt Gates, you know, the right wing people are so offended by Harry and Meghan that I just I kind of feel like we need to adopt the Harry and Meghan cause. Listen, he's a prince, right? I mean, he's not like... I mean, the cause of a guy who's (laughs) worth more than... I mean, you've worked really hard and you've done really well for yourself. So have I. We're both definitely wealthy compared to most Americans. That guy can buy and sell us 25 times over and he's done nothing to earn it. (laughs) Nothing. but, But he at least would admit it. And I feel like... You know, the rest of that family, you know, think they're entitled because they were born into this family. Yeah. The whole idea of a royal family is so insane. Right? I mean, it is a completely, it's completely insane how we have kings and queens anymore in this planet. And you can still convince people that somehow you're special just because of who your relatives were is is bizarre. Right? It, I mean, it's a, like such a scam. It is but funny, I, though, how most of the people who hate the royal family in the United States also wanted to make Trump king. Well, they, but I think now they just like they've adopted Putin, they would go to war for, you know, Charles and Will if it meant that Harry and Meghan, you know, the black wife, you know, that's convenient as well. I mean, if it meant that those two get, you know, kind of, you know, kicked out when they're down and they're not so down. I mean, obviously this book is the greatest selling, you know, nonfiction book ever. Yeah, it's like it like sold out in a minute. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, I just... These, somebody in that family was troubled that they might have a black, you know, relative because he was procreating with Megan. I mean, you know, uh, clearly, if you had to pick between the two, you know, uh, you got to pick Harry. And he's adopted America. You know, he seems to be happy here. He, you know, kind of abdicated this gig. And, and I like when he was doing royal charities. It was the Invictus Games. I, I yeah. thought that was a very, you know, for, you know, veterans that have lost limbs. And right. I, I thought that was an amazing thing to be involved with. Which, you know, Mayor Pete or whatever we call him these days, you know, because he was given a hard time because he took his husband. I mean, Invictus. is there anybody better at going on? I mean, oh. going on Fox News than Mayor Pete? And I say this as a guy who's pretty good at going on oh. Fox is News. Is there anyone better at everything? I mean, he's just amazing. Great. At going on Fox News. It's almost like he gets them every time. 
So does he end up running for Debbie Stabenow's seat? I mean, he's now he lives in Michigan, right? Like that's his new home state. Um, you know, I mean, he's, he belongs in the Senate. I don't think that that's a state you can just move to and run. He's moved. He's moved. I mean, I don't think you could just move there and run for Senate. I just don't. Not Michigan. I think he should throw in his hat. You know, everyone else is, is you know, the Katie Porter, Barbara Lee. It's, it's, oh, in California? California is a state you could just move to and run. But I don't think Michigan's a state. I, I think you lose by doing that in Michigan. And uh, I think we got to hold that seat. I think it's a very important seat. I think Michigan Democrats have done a great job um, under Gretchen Whitmer. I think Gretchen Whitmer should be at the top of everybody's uh, list to be president. She's fine. And, you know, the poor woman. I'm sorry. My sister, like, that woman deserves, she needs some kind of, I mean, the, the, again, you know, this woman was the subject of a kidnapping plot. Yeah. Where the guy ended up getting, like, 10 years. I mean, he ended up getting a very, 20 years. And, you know, Sort of nobody cared. I mean, it, like, it, God forbid you stand outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house and. Oh you know, yeah, like, God forbid you're <laughs> a, a, you're mentally insane and you decide to turn yourself in because you were thinking about going to Brett Kavanaugh's house. You didn't actually go. You were thinking about it. And you called the authorities to stop you, and it was a story for five days. <laughs> right. This woman was, like, basically about to be kidnapped and killed. And, you know, Republicans just shrug, you know. Oh, well. There was a guy who bought some duct tape. Right. And I think he might have had a knife, and he called the authorities. He was in a hotel 15 miles from Brett Kavanaugh's house. Yeah, no, <laughs> unbelievable. And Brett Kavanaugh, you know, of course now... Oh, my God, they're trying to kill him. Well, what happened to the leak investigation? Did he find out that it was Clarence Thomas's staff? I mean, no, it was just Sam Alito leaked that. Right, but that, I mean, that, that's gone, right? The, that's nobody's told, oh, well, we're going to get to the... It's like OJ, they're looking for the real killers. <laughs> we know that it was Sam Alito. Right. You know, it, Wait, I'm still waiting for Donald Trump's guy investigator. He sent to Hawaii to come back with his evidence. You know, we know what happened. Right. We know what happened there. Sam Alito leaked it because uh, the chief judge was trying to get people off of it. Right. And but that whole, you know, we were supposed to get to the bottom of that. And, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, nobody nobody talks about that. And this is, again, we need to, you know, have the, a press that is going to hold people accountable and say, you know, listen, you can't say that Biden having four documents is, you know, worthy of investigation or Hunter Biden having yeah. a laptop. I mean, you oh, know, my God, Hunter Biden had a job and he used cocaine. I, I mean, a Yale Law School graduate, by the way. Right. I mean, this is not a guy who this is not, you know, Donald Trump Jr. No, this is a guy who and, on his own and, would have had a very. And he doesn't career. have a job in the White House and he wasn't courting Saudi princes to give money to his fund while he was in an official Janet Kevin McCarthy. Oh, <laughs> what did that man give up to get that? slightly bigger office than the one he right. had. I think I say, what did he do to his face? Because that that's also a bit of a mystery. I mean, you know, again, the same people who want to attack Nancy Pelosi. I mean, look, this Kevin yeah. McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very masculine. Kevin yeah. McCarthy. And definitely a little plastic surgery. You know, the idea that he gets the same office as Nancy Pelosi is so infuriating. Yeah. You know, another person, by the way, you know, her, she was attacked or the subject of an yeah. assassination attempt, and her husband was almost killed. Yeah, we don't have to hear about that every five minutes like we, we do Steve Scalise. Scalise. Every time they mention Steve Scalise's name, they talk about how he was almost killed. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mr. Pelosi, you know, was 
like in a coma. I mean, it almost killed. Um, yeah, I mean, the, obviously, I think the top thing is to get Trump support, which is what he needed to get all of those right. balloons. Right. He promised Trump something. I mean, he's already talking about expunging. You know, uh, this is someone who had a moment of sanity when he actually said Trump bears responsibility. Yeah. That he's clearly going to, he'll he'll do anyone's bidding to get this job, and that's what it took. And even at that, he was humiliated 14 times. Humiliated for a week. I mean, I, I mean, look, when they were voting to adjourn, I was like, this is going to be great. The Democrats should have all voted en masse to adjourn. Yeah. Because um, yeah. having them go the weekend would have just been... You know, they should have just voted yay and not well, called for the Well, it's the thing, AMAs. again, where Democrats have to be worried about the country being functioning, and Republicans are never held to account for anything they do. Right. You know, so the adults have to be. I mean, the the debt, you know, is now cut in half. You know, like every time we elect Democrats, we actually do the governing. And then every time Republicans get in office, they're, they're not held. The deficit is held, is cut in half, not yeah, the debt. Right, 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 the deficit. But they're not held to any standard. I mean, there's no, they don't have to actually, you know, run a government. They hate the government. Of right. They're not going to run the government. Right. And they're going to spend, you know, the next two years investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, that's, that's what they're going to do. Now, of course, they're going to investigate Joe Biden's, you know, office, and they're going to investigate, you know, I mean, all of the things that he's going to let them do, you know, and they're already, now they can smoke. Did you see this? No, they could smoke. They're allowed to smoke in the, in the Capitol building. This is a new, they're room. allowed to smoke like anywhere they want, or is there a specific room? Uh, it, it isn't clear where they're allowed to smoke, but smoking was banned and now it's not. That's pretty freaking insane. To me, in the year 2023, where we know how bad secondhand smoke is. You mean to tell me, I've got to imagine the vast majority of members of the Republican caucus don't smoke. They smoke cigars, which I think what the thought was to do this. But it says Republicans are back in control, and that means members are once again allowed to smoke inside the building. That's inside the building. insane to me. It, says it, it does not apply to the private offices of members. And, and let me let me be clear to all my cigar smoking friends, and I have lots of them. Oh, yeah. We all know what it's a substitute for, okay? <laughs> we all know. <laughs> Nobody likes smoking cigars. It doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel crappy, okay? <laughs> I, when I was younger and I first got a job, Somebody said, hey, let's smoke a cigar. And I smoked a cigar and I felt like crap. And I don't smoke cigars anymore. So you know, my, my dad was a cigar and a pipe smoker. So, I mean, I, and I don't know why. I don't know what he got out of it. He, he loved his pipe. And, you know, and you don't see that that much anymore, to be honest. I can't remember the last time. I've, maybe it was probably my dad. My grandfather smoked a pipe and I used to love the smell of it. Yeah. Uh but I just feel like a cigar is just, just this dirty, disgusting. I yeah, and I mean, some of these apparently Tom Cole from Oklahoma is a cigarette smoker. I mean, these people are smoking whatever they want, and uh, you know, I, I guess it doesn't apply. Washington D.C. has has a law banning smoking in indoor spaces, but the law for some reason doesn't apply. No, none of the D.C. laws apply to the right. Capitol grounds. So, uh, just to be you know jerks. 
Yeah. One of the first things they did is they lifted the ban. It was a Bill Clinton ban initially. <laughs> and apparently McCarthy, you know, one of the first things he did was lift that. I mean, this is the kind of garbage we're going to get. And But I don't think... You know, yes, he gave up everything, you know. But I, I got don't you think there are enough members in his caucus that are like, hey, come on. Like, I don't want the smell like cigar smoke. Well, I mean, you would have thought that about COVID. Like, I mean, you know, to begin with, yeah. people who don't want to die from a highly transmittable disease that, you know, you don't have to die from if you get vaccinated. You could still get it, but you won't die. Like the the stuff. I mean, these, they're willing to bring back polio if they. Yeah, they are. They they literally care. have become the anti-vax party, not just the anti-COVID vaccine. Right now, they're anti-all vaccines. Right, be- and this is you know they're to become pro-Putin. I mean, that was a line. If you had told me twenty years ago that. You know, Democrats would support Ukraine and be, you know, hardline anti-Putin and Republicans are essentially pro-Putin. I mean, I think you could say, I don't know if a majority of them are, but they're they're not pro-Ukraine, I don't think. No, they're not. They're not pro-Ukraine and they're not pro-democracy anymore. I mean, you've got Steve Bannon basically aiding and abetting in a coup attempt in Brazil, which, you know, I mean, you know, Kevin McCarthy, I, I spent too much time talking about him. Let's talk about Steve Bannon for a minute. Because, <laughs> you know, we were talking about dirty cigar smoke. Let's talk about dirty people. Oh. Uh, I mean, I've met the guy. He is a dirty human being. Yeah. Um, and I'm not talking about, like, pornography dirty, which is okay. I'm talking about physically filthy. No, Harvard uh, graduate. Guy was a producer of Seinfeld, yeah. right? I mean, Harvard and Annapolis graduate. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. What happens to somebody that turns them into that. And why is he not locked up? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he should be locked up, but he was pardoned up. by the former guy. Right. He locked up. But what you had state charges as well. I mean, I, still, I, don't I, I wonder if Brazil is going to want to talk to him. And if they do, I wonder if we're going to send them there. Well, I mean, what, what happens in Brazil, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think we're still, there's still a question about what happens there. And Bolsonaro's here in Florida, actually. I, I think Bolsonaro is going to be on a jet back to Brazil as soon as he gets out of the hospital, right? What's going on in the hospital? Did we ever get to the bottom of what's wrong? Oh, with come him? on. It's all fake. <laughs> he's in the hospital because he knew he was getting sent, put on a plane back to Brazil. <laughs> he's, and he, he's calling in sick, right? You know how people call in sick when they know they're going to get fired? Exactly. I'm calling in sick for a month. I'll see you in a month. I mean, that's what's happening right now. But the pictures of what's happening there look exactly like what happened here on January 6th. Exactly the same. I mean, you know, arguably it was more violent here. Yeah. And, you know, there's one of the things Congress is going to do is investigate the investigators of January 6th. I mean, they're not going to hold the coup members to account. They're going to hold the law enforcement. I mean, the idea that they get to say, we back the blue, but we want to get rid of, you know, IRS agents. And I mean, they don't back law enforcement. They're the ones defunding the police. And what we have to figure out is, you know, how to use our voices. You know, Hakeem Jeffries, I think, is doing a great Fantastic. job. Yeah, I wish you would email me a little less than he does. But. Oh, you're going to get an email from Hakeem every 45 minutes uh, for the next two years. At best. I mean, I, you know, I swear <laughs> that I get like five, you know, back to back. I don't even know what he's asking. Anymore. I don't understand these I mean, they must work to some extent. I don't, I, I don't even look at them anymore. I just delete. I, I, you know, I'm sure I haven't looked at my email in two hours because I've been doing the radio show. 
I am going to get out of this radio show. I'm going to have 200 emails. I'm going to delete, you know, 190 of them. <laughs> you know? And, and at least 70 will be from Hakeem Jeffries. Oh, I, if 10 of them, 15, 20 of them from Hakeem Jeffries. Yeah. I, and what I don't understand are the ones that say Rachel Maddow. If they start out with Rachel Maddow said this, I, I don't understand where, why you were using her I, in fundraising. I, I don't understand why she's only on one day a week. It's yeah. that drives me a little nutty too. Yeah. As a television uh, personality myself that, you know, would kill to be on three nights at four nights. She's working on something, isn't she? She's working on a book. She's doing something that I mean, it's just not the same. Right. It's just not the same. Well, I, I do think that we're at the point I mean, I, as someone who devoured this stuff in the past, I don't really wanna hear it every night anymore. That's this, true. You know, and one of the things, you know, I was thinking when we were talking about talking today is, you know, the benefit of living in a representative, you know, democracy is we shouldn't have to fight every single day. Every day, yeah. You know, and and for the last couple of years, it felt like we actually were able to rest a little. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I, I just am going to milk that as long as we, we have, def- you know. We definitely could rest for this year and then next year is going to be hell. It's going to be hell. Yeah, I, I think it is. It's going to be great for punditry, but it's going to be hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, Biden's a really successful president. I mean, the only way they were going to get him, and I, I think the timing of this document, you know, reveal is very suspicious. But, you know, other than his age, the man's, you know, done a great job. And, I, I agree. I agree. You know, I, don't, I mean, I have 30 seconds left with you before I have to say goodbye. Oh, my God. Um, crazy. If you had to bet today... Does Biden run for re-election? Yes. I, I bet I am starting to think that he will not. Yeah, I mean, you know, the first lady had yep. you know some cancer removed. I don't know if it was a routine yep. skin cancer thing. Um, obviously, they've been through you know the mill, you yep. know, and how much more do they need? And uh, you know, and who needs not. it? He served his country well, um, yeah. but who knows? We'll see. Obviously, Janet Johnson. You know. At Jay Johnson Law on Twitter. Anything else oh. you want me to plug? Well, we never talked about Twitter, by the way. We've we've missed the whole. Cycle. Ah, we got to talk about that <laughs> another time. Th- next time, and hopefully, I'll get you back in a month or so. <laughs> Janet Johnson, I love you. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> yes. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And that was Janet Johnson. Sorry if there was a rough edit or two in there. Janet and I just get going and sometimes, you know, I've never met Janet. We've just talked on the radio. That's basically our entire friendship. I've known her now, I think, for about, I got to think, seven years, eight years. Uh, But we have so much in common politically. We both kind of see things the same. Uh, She's a little bit more liberal than me, but not by much. I think she's pragmatist. You know, we're both Gen Xers, so we kind of share a same sensibility, like common sense progressives, pragmatic, if you will. <laughs> so, 
Uh, but, you know, Pragmatic Progressive just probably wasn't as good of a title. And I've explained ad nauseum why I'm called the Aggressive Progressive. And it's not because I'm the most progressive. It's because I will fight for what I believe in no matter what the forum. And it was Fox News bookers that called me the Aggressive Progressive. So here I am uh, with this podcast now. I mean, I think I've been doing this podcast for five years. Uh, but I've been doing the radio show for 10. Uh, this is the 10th year I've done the radio show. Uh, so it's it's been fun. So, uh, yep. So expect the Biden document scandal. And I put, I'm using air quotes, but I'm on the radio or actually I'm doing a podcast right now. So you really can't see the air quotes. Um, to be very much part of the media for the next week. Uh, and God forbid another tranche is found, uh, you'll never hear the end of it. I do think we should find out what they were and if there were any um, anything in there that could be dangerous, but I will end the show by discussing this. And I've just, if you've watched me on TV over the years, if you've listened to this podcast, you know how I feel about how this government overclassifies everything, everything, to not only keep it away from the people, but to prevent Congress from doing its job of providing a legitimate check on the executive branch. And this is not a Biden thing. This is not a Trump thing. This is a, you know, all the way back to Truman, FDR. You know, you could even trace this back to Teddy Roosevelt or maybe even further. It is something that is, you know, overdone and needs to end. And I think what we should have come out of this, you know, look, if we had a Congress that was capable of having a legitimate discourse about issues of importance to the American people, we would have a legitimate discourse over why certain things are classified and certain things are not. And perhaps that's the conversation we should be having. Now, I don't know what Trump had at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, I hear, I mean, based on reporting, there were documents pertaining to how to build a nuclear bomb. Now, I do think that that should be classified. Yes. I don't think you should send that to people. But I'm hearing that Biden has briefing papers about the politics of Western or Eastern Europe. And that's marked classified. Why, I don't know. Uh, But we'll find out. But the bottom line is this. We classify far too much to keep it from the people, and to keep Congress from doing legitimate oversight. We spend billions of dollars classified. In fact, the the agency that is responsible for archiving all of these classified documents has determined that they cannot count them. There are so many. So of course, if you can't count them, there are so many. There are many documents marked classified and top secret that are in places they should not be. But I would also argue that a lot of those documents shouldn't be classified. Oh, Trump had 300 classified documents. All right, maybe 15, 20 of them were bad. Same thing with Biden. We're going to find out, you know, there are a lot of things. Maybe we won't find out at all. Let the special counsel do his work and come back and say all clear. But that's not what special counsels tend to do. They don't like to come back and say all clear. Lawyers don't ever like to give anybody a clean bill of health. They like to say, here's what went wrong and here's how you fix it. And then the media can talk about that for a month because that's what's going to happen. And Congress will hold a hearing and it'll suck. 
So here we are. Welcome to uh, Stupid Gate. Let's call it that. All right. Uh, I think you had enough of me for one week. I hope you had a great time listening to the show. I had a great time producing it. And I want to remind you now, as I always do, to seek the truth. Question everyone and everything, even me. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it if you look for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide, and in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S.com.